0: So we're going
1: to get some revelation. So the, <laughs> the fullness of man is his wife. Now that, that doesn't mean like, this is not a hierarchy. Like she doesn't get to sit on your head and rule you. That's not what I'm saying. But it means a, man, a man's crown and glory, a man's fullness, a man's completion, a man's, um, how can a man fully manifest who he is without a bride to bring forth his son? So you can't, you need a bride, you need a wife so that you can give your seed to so that you can produce children. Mm -hmm. So a man's completeness is his wife, which is crown and glory. You know, when Jesus said it is finished, he literally, literally was saying, it is my bride. Mm -hmm. It is my completion. It is the fullness. It is finished. It is complete. It is Tav. Tav is the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It's the 22nd number. Has anybody in here ever heard of the phrase eleven eleven? Yeah, is Has that showing up a lot? There are even places named eleven eleven. Why? Because 11 plus 11 is 22. And if we could just put two and two together, we would get this thing. <laughs> we say that all the time. Truth is coming out of your mouth and we can't even hear it. Why? Because the light came into the darkness and the darkness perceived it not. Now I'm going to speak mysteries to you and when I speak mysteries to you, one of two things are going to happen. You're either going to hear the mystery or you're not. It's that simple. So if you can't hear the mystery, I'm going to say it another way and I'll say it another way and another way. Why? Because it hasn't been given unto everyone to hear. So those of us who've been given the gift of hearing, give it away. So how do I know that I have the gift of hearing? Because I was blind and I was deaf. And now that I can see, I'm like, oh, my word. The word is everywhere. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God, and the word word became flesh and dwelt among us. And the word is not just what you suppose it to be. Why? Because God is omnipotent and omnipresent. Now, if he's all power... All indicates there's more than one kind of power. And God is all power. That doesn't mean God is almost all power. That doesn't mean that God is all power some of the time. And omnipresent doesn't mean he's here now and not later. He's not one of those little candy things you can put in your mouth called now and later. No, he is now, he is later, he's then, he will be, he's all time mixed together in one big place somehow that we can't comprehend because we are somehow stuck in time and space. However, when you wake up, you'll realize that you're not stuck in time nor space, you are time and space. Whoa! Did I tell you? He's gonna tell you things you never heard. <laughs> if I tell you what you already know, you'll stay where you are. Why come tell you something you already know? What would that do for you? Tickle your ears? Make you feel good about where you are? Look, there's something in the word that we have not seen yet. It's that it's living. The word of God is alive. It is well. It is resurrected. How do I know? Because used to, I would deem something and God would redeem it. Mm. Why? He's the Redeemer. Mm. See, to deem something means to think something is so. But I only see in part and I know in part. I look at my future through my past, which is the same word as the serpent deceived her. When I look at my future through my past, I'm being deceived. What does it mean to be deceived? It means to lose your identity. Her name was Eve. She was dis-eaved. Let that sink in for a second. Mm. And guess who came to dis-eve to dis all? The de-eve all.
0: Mm. Yeah, you hear right? You
1: catching it? Oh my goodness. Have you ever heard this language before? It is English, by the way. This go. is English. But yet you're hearing something you've never heard before. Why? Because Isaiah did prophesy well. Mm. That's why you're hearing something you've never heard before. So how is it that I can speak these things and all of a sudden you can hear what you didn't hear before in the same exact word? Because my light has come. And so is yours. When your light comes, you can see. Don't believe me? Go in the bathroom, shut the light off, and shut the door. What? You won't be able to see. Turn the light on. Wow. That's amazing. Do you know that I didn't even have to scoop the darkness out of the bathroom before I turned the light on? Wow. Wait a minute. Do you guys scoop darkness out before you turn the light on? You mean you know this stuff already? (laughs) See, I used to think I had to get rid of darkness in order to have light. However, in the natural, I never did that. Where's my brain? I'm in a delusion. Why? Because I love not the truth. God gave me over to a strong delusion. It does not say the devil gave me over to a strong delusion. So why would anyone not love truth? Isn't Christ the truth? Don't we say we love God? Don't we say we love Jesus? So why does it say that you love not the truth? Because see, some truth is brutal. And brutal truth in our life, you know what we do to it? We run from it. We hide from it. We rebuke it. We resist it. We decree and declare that it's not so. Why? Because we've heard Call those things that are not as though they are. But you know what we've done? We haven't faced truth yet. We know we need we need to think on those things which are good and of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, let's think on that. You know what happens? We forgot the very first two in, in Philippians chapter four. If anything be true and honest. Yeah. Let's just get those first two and then we'll go on to the rest of them. See, we've been lied to. We've been told you need to get rid of all the negativity in your life. Everything negative, get rid of it. All negative thinking, anything negative, cast down vain imaginations, has been taken out of context. It doesn't, it doesn't give you understanding. It keeps you in the illusion if you don't understand what it's saying. So, Angela, what do you mean? I should be thinking on negative thoughts? No, you do that already well enough. <laughs> And if you, if you cast down that vain imagination with that mindset, guess what you're going to have to do again tomorrow? Exactly. The same exact thing. Is there freedom in that? No. I thought whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. Wait a minute. I'm a little bit confused. So if I cast it down yesterday, I've got to do it tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. So if I stomp bricks tomorrow, yesterday, i got to stomp bricks again today, and then the next day, and the next day. Where did they stomp bricks? Egypt. Yeah, I think that's the land of borders, <laughs> the land of limitation. <laughs> land of limited dust where denial runs through. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. That's right. That was a river full of crocodiles and urine. Mm. Because see, when you're in, that's because God's not in. Ooh. 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 Anybody want to go fishing? <laughs> if you're in, God's not in. If you're in the throne, you're sitting on the holy seat. If you're sitting in the holy of holies, calling yourself, I am afraid. Look up. Your redemption draweth not if you can see that. Why? Because when you see that which is not God standing in the holy place saying, I am God, look up. Can you see it? I'm revealing it to you right now. If you're able to receive it, Jesus said, the Antichrist is already here. Mm. Spirit of Antichrist. Well yes, yeah, so that's just a spirit. Mm. Really, go read it. I'm a ruffle I'm a ruffle your feathers. Mm. You know what ruffle your feathers means? Feather means mystery. God gave you a dominion over every bird of the air and every fowl. That means, that means feathers. Go look it up. It means that which covers. It means that which is concealed. It means that which is sealed up. It means mysteries. Mm. And God gave you dominion over mysteries. He gave you keys. He didn't just give you keys to the kingdom. He gave you keys to death, hell, and the grave. Why would anyone give me a key and then say, don't use it? Mm. <laughs> And if he gave me a key, it must not be open. It must be locked. It must be sealed up. So in order for you to get in, you need the key to unseal. Have you found the dominion over that yet? I'll tell you where it's at. It's in the word. It's in the word. But we've been using the word like an S word. I'll let y'all think on that one for a second. (laughs) Put an S in front of the word, word. <laughs> See, S word. You thought I meant something else? Sword. Oh, okay. <laughs> how do you know? Oh, yeah. I said, no, man, now <laughs> I know. See, sword means duality or duel or war or battle. But guess how God created the earth. Didn't Jesus say, I didn't come to bring peace but a sword? That didn't make sense to me. Why did God say, "My peace I give you, not as the world gives, but as my Father gives"? And then a little bit later on, I didn't come to give you peace; I came to bring a sword. Make up your mind. Are you bipolar? <laughs> no, we're dense. Do you know why we're dense? We're made out of dust, and we're trees of righteousness. I mean, trees, uh, oaks planted by the oaks of righteousness planted by the river of water. Do you know what the word tree means? It means dense. It means one who has no light of her own. Have you ever said, look, I need some new light. I'm going to go dig a hole in the yard.
0: Hmm.
1: No, you don't do that, do you? Why? Because there's no light coming out of soil. No light comes out of the soil. Y'all are thinking right now, where in the heck is she going with (laughs) this? What is she telling us? I'm going to tell you where light comes from. I'm going to tell you how to see. I'm going to open your ears so that you can hear. What can you hear? Anything and everything at all times. How would you like to live a life of zero fear? Mm. How would you like to know that perfect love has come and it casts out all fear for you? So you don't (laughs) even have to do it more than a conqueror Ben. Do you know Ben is the last son of Jacob? He was number 12 and then He had a sister, number 13. Fullness of three. What is a fullness of three? The Godhead and the Son. Well, Angel, I thought the Son is in the Godhead. It is. I'm going to explain it to you. Did you know that the Godhead is clearly seen and we are without excuse? Does anybody know where it says that? Romans, Romans. chapter 1. Everything that is created... Reveals that which is unseen, including the eternal Godhead and get this and power. You want power? You want dunamis? You want to manifest power? Get this scripture. And the power, the Godhead and power are clearly seen and we're without excuse. Do you know what a bride is? Someone who is the ride Mm. on which she comes in a cloud. You're the cloud. Listen at at the word bride. Be, ride. Mm -hmm. Be the one I ride on, Angela. Mm -hmm. You know that song, You Are the Wind Beneath My Wings? Guess what word is carried on? Wind. Mm -hmm. Word is carried on wind. Where does word come from? Heart. The altar, the throne. The word comes from the throne. We've, we've heard it this way. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. But word comes from Father. There's only one good. There's only one giver. word giver and good is the same. There's only one good. That's God. God gives the word to the Holy Ghost. How do I know that? Because my heart gives my word to to the air, and my air carries the word through the vocal cords until it manifests from heaven into the earth. And then you can hear it. And you can't separate the heart from the air from the word, can you? All three are one. There's your Godhead right there. That's just one place it's evident. It's evident in everything created. Let me show it to you again. How about an atom? A-D-A-M and A-T-O-M, same thing. Did you know that the he- Hebrew language is homonymical? Did you know that was a word? <laughs> it used to not be. Oh, is it in Dr. Seuss?
0: It sounds like it. Well, if it was in Dr.
1: Angela. Because I know, I know what homonyms are and I know that Hebrew words are, they use them all the time. So it was easier to say homonymical than they use them all the time. So I just shortened it into homonymical. Homonyms are very, very important. Why? Because it's going to help you see the hidden mysteries. It's a key. It's a way for you to manifest and manifest your sight in the darkness. Where's the darkness? Right between your ears. (laughs) Where's that? This is the darkness right here. This thing sees in part and knows in part, you know, the only thing it takes for you to live a lie is a part truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And guess what this thing only knows part truth. It's the father of lies. If you would just say you couldn't see, none of this would be held against you, but because you say you can see. Well, Angel, we're Christians. Yeah, they said we're sons of Abraham. Jesus said, I could raise them up from these stones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He said, you killed the prophets that were before me. You're no different than your father the devil. Who was he talking to? If I judged them, guess who he's talking to now? Me, because the minute I judge, I'm already, I'm, now I'm, I'm done, I'm cooked, I'm a goose. Why? Because Matthew 7's real. Judge not, lest you be judged, for with the same manner of judgment you judge, it shall be judged back unto you. And I know y'all probably didn't, but I did judge the Sadducees and Pharisees.
0: <laughs> I did, I have to admit.
1: If you didn't, thank you, Jesus. I also judged the children in the wilderness for it taking them so long. And I've been quoting, and decreeing, and declaring, and naming, and claiming, and casting, and rebuking, and pleading for a long time, Mm. almost 40 years. Mm. Yeah, it is exhausting. Mm. Do you know anybody that's done that besides me? Not for 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Do you know anybody that's like going round and round and round and round and round and and going, Oh God, when is this going to happen? Where's your glory? God, (laughs) anybody, you ever heard anybody ask where the glory is? (laughs) Not you send us your glory, send us your glory. Y'all Habakkuk said it's here. He said, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Whoa. Didn't say the glory was on its way. No, glory's here. Already, you betcha. Why can't we see it? You remember that guy, Isaiah? You may not remember this, but you were there when he prophesied. And he prophesied that seeing they would not see and hearing they would not hear. Man, he was a good prophet. You know how I know? I was blind and deaf. Actually, I still am blind and deaf. The head that I used to use is rolling around somewhere. If you see it, don't pick it up. It's dangerous. (laughs) My husband said, Angela, have you lost your mind? I said, absolutely, it didn't work. (laughs) You You should lose yours. And I've got good news. I found another head for you. His name is Jesus. Hmm. Let this same mind be in you that was also in Christ. That he did not count it robbery to be equal. Whis- whisper that word, equal. <laughs> Don't say it loud because some people might, might think you're a heretic. <laughs> Let this same mind be in you that was also in Christ, that he did not count it robbery to be equal with God. And Ansel, what are you saying? Are you saying you're God? I'm saying, no, I'm a living sacrifice. I'm a lamp, and this is where he lives. Mm. I'm called a living tabernacle. Not made with hands of a man, but knit together in my mother's womb. And I'm made out of dirt. I'm a dirt tabernacle with mm. air in it. I am bloody mud. That's what I am. I'm bloody mud. Mud has no light of its own. That's why God put air in me and blood in me because there's life in the blood, not in the mud. Mm. There's no life in your mud, none. And from bloody mud you came, and after you've had enough dry dust, you'll return to your bloody mud. Go check that out in the Hebrew. That's what it says. You may have heard it from dust you came into, dust you shall return. Check it out in the Hebrew. God made you mud and blood, and we turned away from the blood, and we only kept our dust, and we've been crawling on our belly, and we've been living out of measurement or something called scales. See, measurement and scales is the same word. And when you, when you get on the road to demask us, your scales will fall off that's what's going to happen you're going to say no I'm Fulton I'm full of measurement thank you I don't want any more measurement I'm good with that somebody's going to offer you a little bit of accusation you're going to say nope had enough of that knowledge of good and evil I'm good thank you I'm full I can't take another bite Uh, why because only those who trust not in the knowledge of good and evil shall enter Canaan the promised land. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Anybody in here trust in the knowledge of good and evil? Father, let me do things right. God, help me, just let, help me to do it good. Lord, help me to abstain from all evil. Sounds noble, doesn't it? Sounds right. Don't it sound right? I heard there was a way that seemed right unto man. But the end thereof was destruction. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. I'm messing with you a little bit, having a little fun. Laugh. <laughs> it's okay to laugh a little bit. This little country girl coming in with all this slang—I'm gonna call you baby a thousand times. Yeah, just gonna times. say this way. Yeah, I say y'all, and I say you guys too. But so everybody tells me it sounds funny. So, would you like to go just a little bit deeper than what I've already given you? Yes. Is this sound? Is, have y'all heard this before? No. Not quite. Not quite this way. Not before Tuesday. How do I know? Do you know how I know? I didn't ever hear it either. you know where I found it? In a snot Mm. fest. Literally in a snot fest on my floor. I was on my floor wallowing in my snot and tears and this stuff came to me. (laughs) And my husband said, you have lost your mind. I'm like, that's right. You should do it too. See, the Word of God says, trust the Lord your God with all your heart. Guess what else that means? Your emotion. Mm -hmm. Trust the Lord your God with all your emotion. Trust the Lord your God with all your heart. Lean not into that thing up there sitting on top of your neck. Mm -hmm. Lean not into your own reasoning, to your own understanding, to your own intellect. Lean not. It doesn't say... When your heart has something going on, run, go get a bunch of knowledge and understanding. Fill your brain up with it. Shake your head till it rattles and then roll. Hmm. Hmm. That's not what it says. It says don't trust your brain. Don't trust. Do you know what knowledge does to us? Mm -hmm. Makes us proud. It puffs us up. They can wait, whoever that is. Mm -hmm. Knowledge puffs us up. Mm -hmm. Guess what is not puffed up? Love. Love's not puffed up. Love hopes all things. Yes. Love trusts all things. Do you know I, it's not possible for me to do that? I can prove to you just with one scripture that I can't love. I can't choose love. You ever have been told to choose love? It's an act of your will. Go ahead, choose it. Here, let's exercise it all at the same time. Let's all choose to do love, and I'm going to give you just one thing that love does. I'm not even going to give you the whole list. I'm just going to give you one thing that love does, and let's see if you can do it. Ready? Right now, make no account of any wrong ever done to you. Go. Oh, my goodness. What happened? Did anybody in here do that? Can anybody in here actually make a, like, get rid of any account? That means measurement. Any memory. Any... Any judgment of anything ever done to you ever, just make it all go away. Boom, go. You can't do it. So if you can't just do one thing that love is, if you broke one, how many did you break? Mm-hmm. You mean I can't choose love? Well wait a minute, Angela. what about Deuteronomy chapter 28? I set before you life and death, choose life. There's some stuff there that you may not know what it means till like you get this new eyeballs thing. Mm-hmm. It literally says, when I set before you blessing in life, it means piercing. I've set before you piercing. It's the same word as anointed, it's the same word as Christ. I set before you anointing. Anybody in here pray for a, for a fresh anointing? Guess what you asked for? Mm-hmm. Piercing, thrust through, pricked to be rubbed the wrong way, to be smeared, to be massaged and have therapy, and somebody paint you a picture of truth. Right now. And if you're against any of that, Antichrist. Go figure. Mm. Y'all are going to, when I leave here, you're going to go, what just happened? (laughs) What was that? God is called a baffling wind. The baffling wind of God is here. It's upon me. I'm here to baffle your mind. And I'm not kidding. Why? Because you've been leaning unto it. And you don't even know it. You've been filling it full of marbles. Lose them. Lose your marbles. I am serious as I could be. See, a marble is something round and solid that you can hold on to. And we've taken the word of God and we've tried to mold it into our image of whether it's good or bad. But Angela, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? No. Remember the garden of all the trees you can eat from this one right here? This one will kill you. It's the knowledge tree. What kind of knowledge was in that tree? Good and evil. If I could just know the difference, then I could please God. i will be like God. Mm-hmm. If I could just know what to do, and what, I just need to pray so I can get direction and know what to do. Now, hear me before you freak out on me, because I say that. See, we, we are tossed to and fro. Then we think we heard God and we do it. It don't pan out the way we thought we, it should pan out. Then, ugh, I must have missed God. Mm-hmm. Do you know if you make your bed in hell, he's there? If you make your bed in hell, God's there waiting for you. If you mess up so bad, God's able to redeem you. He said, just make plans. I'll order your steps. Go ahead and make the best filthy rags you're able. Make a bunch of filthy rags. I'll redeem you. Go ahead and resurrect an image of what you think is accurate. I'll kill it and then I'll resurrect it. Why? Because I am the resurrection. Would you like a practical explanation of how that works? Like something real simple to understand? Yes. Anybody here ever seen a, a, a grain of corn? we all seen that, right? Anybody in here ever had a piece of dirt? Yeah. You could even just put it in a little pot. Dig a hole in the dirt. Put that corn in it. Now imagine that that piece of corn is the word of God. And imagine that that soil is your brain or your heart. Bury that seed and say, father, you know, when I perceive it, I'm going to know in part and see in part. That's the same as a lie. It's going to deceive me. Why? Because spiders spin in this castle where you live. You ever heard that in Proverbs? Spiders spin in King's castles. You belong to the King. You're a castle. For him to dwell, that's where the spiders spin, right there. It's going to get all mixed up with the knowledge of good and evil. Why? Because good old Paul Paul and Ma Adam and Eve is in us, and we're going to eat from the knowledge of good and evil, and you're not going to be able to stop. That's why he said, "Don't lean unto it." So if you're leaning unto the knowledge of good and evil, you're going—it's like eating corn. It's like eating the seed. It's like eating a grain of wheat and never having bread. It's like eating a cucumber seed but never getting the cucumber. It's like eating um, a tomato seed. How about if I fixed you a salad and I put lettuce seeds, tomato seeds, <laughs> cucumber seeds, I wouldn't be in it. I put all <laughs> the seeds. We all know that. You know, we look like you a bunch of birds. You me a salad. Huh? This is bird seed. This is bird seed. Guess what? Birds eat mysteries. That's why they have feathers. Eat the mystery and wait for the sprout. What sprout? The one from the root of Jesse. Isn't that cool? I'm making the word come alive. Is he not the sprout from the root of Jesse? Do you know another word for the word sprout? Resurrect come alive. A lily out of the darkness. It's the same word as when a woman's pregnant and she goes into labor. The baby comes out of darkness. She goes through 10 centimeters and three stages and then there's a crowning and then there's a baby. Mm. But the baby was where? In the darkness. All she did was carry the word. Oh, I mean seed. She carried it. We're supposed to be a bride who carries the word. And cares for and loves and nurtures the word in us. Not the one who's supposed to eat all the seed. I'm not saying you can't have a sunflower seed every now and again. But let me tell you something. There's no rest in the seed. If you don't believe me, get a bunch of acorns. Put them in a pile and set on it. Which, can you imagine sitting on acorns? They will poke you in the behind. <laughs> they will poke you they will not feel good there's no rest there if you try to eat one and you're not a deer you won't like it yeah i know i tried <laughs> it's bitter and don't taste good so what what do you do with an acorn you plant it and it takes some time but you're gonna have an oak tree and then you what you can do you can spread a blanket and have a picnic with the love of your soul you can invite others to come and have a picnic with you and Jesus. You can put a swing in it. If, that, if you're done with that and you want to cut down that tree and build a table, then you can commune around the table together. You could build a house for them to dwell in with the same tree. But see, when the word of God goes in the ground, and a little, when that little acorn or the little corn seed goes into the ground, it don't come out looking like a, like a seed, does it? See, the Word of God is not supposed to look the same way coming out of you that it went in. What if your baby looked the same way when it came out as when it went in? You couldn't find it. (laughs) Too far. Are we having fun? It would be invisible. Completely. Unless you had a microscope. What are we gonna name him? Is it a her? Or him? I don't know. I'm speaking mysteries unto you. Am I? Am I not waking you up? Yep. This is. What, have we not done that with the Word of God? Y'all, we have. We've done that with the Word of God. Who unveiled the word of God to the Sadducees and Pharisees that could quote the Bible from the age 12? Who, who explained to them what it meant? Jesus. Am I sure? Yeah, yes, I'm sure. His name is Yeshua. He's Shua. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was Shua sure of everything he said. That's why they call him Yeshua. Jesus or Yeshua? Sure? Yes, I'm hey, Yeshua. I'm salvation. That's me. You just want to have it Yahweh. Uh. (laughs) That's right. And I'm going to have it Yahweh. Now I thought you said you wanted Yahweh. Yes, Yahweh. No, not yours. His. (laughs) Y'all, this is how word is. Jesus is fun. He's intimate. He makes me laugh. This is how he talks to me. I am not kidding you. Jesus and I go hunting together. And you know what he does? So he'll make it fair. He forgets if we're gonna kill anything or not. I said, "Jesus, you can't do that. You can't. You know everything." He said, "I can forget if I want to. I can do anything I want." I'm like, "Oh yeah." So you can forget this moment right here. Why would you do that for the joy of enjoying you? just to be with you and be surprised when the deer comes out. I said, why don't you just tell me. Tell me if we're going to see a deer. He said, Angela, that's shopping. That's not hunting. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you're right. So we both, I didn't know it anyway, and he forgot so we could hunt together. And then when a deer came out and he helped me kill it, We rejoice together. And I was like, I didn't know you could do these things. He said, all things are possible to them that believe. Mm -hmm. At one point during the hunt, I said, oh, come on, Jesus, tell me. Is the deer going to come out? He said, I don't know. Only God knows. (laughs)
0: That's what he told me.
1: People say, Angel, does God really talk to you this way? Here's the answer, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, God really talks this way. I've had other people say, I want to hear God talk like that. I'll say, okay, you can. Are you willing to go where it, where it, you have to go to hear him? Yeah, I'll go anywhere. It's all right, you got to go in the kingdom. Well, where's that? It's inside of you. And when you go, you got to go like a little child. Well, I've already dealt with my inner child stuff. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I want to take you back inside your part of your brain where all your emotions live. Because you've been taught that you can't trust your emotions. And when they're broken, that's pretty accurate, but do you, I know the one who's the king of the brokenhearted, and if you'll let me go inside with you, I'll take you in there, and I'll introduce you to the king of the brokenhearted, and he'll heal your broken emotions, and they'll work amazing, and when they work, they work like your ears. They work <laughs> just like your ears and eyes. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, if you don't want to hear God like I hear him, then. Do your own thing. How, whatever, whatever, you, if you're not in need of a physician, then don't call me. Angel, are you, are you, I thought I couldn't trust my emotions. You can't trust crushed broken legs. But you don't cut them off. <laughs> <laughs> you, you set the bones. I might have to re-break it if it got all hooked together wrong. And it won't feel good. And you might want to kick me, but I'll get somebody to hold you down so while I break them. and then I'll reset your legs, and then we'll watch your legs heal, and then you can run and leap and jump and shout and walk in his statutes and keep his commandments by way of promise, not by tell me what to do and we'll do it, Moses. See, God never wanted to give us the Ten Commandments for relationship. That's what they asked for. They asked for... Tell us what to do and we'll do it. Tell us what to do and we'll do it. What if, what if God would have said, okay, Moses, fine, here's your list. First thing I want you to do is I want everyone in the camp to make some clouds. Second thing I want you to do is I want you to, I want you to make some bananas. The, then I want you to make a dog and a cow. And I want you to make me some time And I'd like you to make a galaxy. And there's your list. Do you know it would have been just as easy for them to do that as keep the Ten Commandments? Y'all, we can't keep them. You cannot keep the Ten Commandments. If you just break one, you broke them all. And to top it off, you don't even have to actually do it. You could just think it in your heart. I've even had somebody say, Well, if you think it in your head, that's not your heart, so that don't count. I'm like, Really? Please. All you have to have is have emotion with it, and it's in your heart. That's it. So that means if you copulate with fear. Wow. Do you know it's impossible to, be, to please God without faith? And faith does not mean hope. Does anybody know what faith means? Full persuasion. You can't be a little bit pregnant, nor can you have a little bit of faith. That's what he was saying when he said the mustard seed thing. He wasn't saying... Um, well, yours, yours is smaller than a mustard seed. That's why you can't move a mountain. Mm. He wasn't saying that. He was saying, faith is. if you understood faith, you would know that no matter the size of it, it does the same thing. It can move mountains. It can say, this tree, you'd be up unplanted here and be planted over there. And you will have to do it. Why? Because faith is full persuasion. How do you get fully persuaded? By hearing him. When you hear God, let me tell you something, you know it. I'll give you an example of me hearing God and I can fully, I was fully persuaded it was not me. I'm standing at my kitchen sink and I'm whining, feeling sorry for my little victim self and telling God what an awful man my husband was when he picked at me. And then his excuse for picking at me was I was cute. Go figure. I said, I don't, I don't, that don't, that don't get you off the hook, buddy. Like picking at me, making me feel bad, and criticizing me, and then saying cute don't make me feel better. Stop it. So I'm out the sink and I'm crying, feeling sorry for myself, telling God how He needs to go convict my husband. Because I tried out for Holy Ghost and I got denied. I wanted to be co Holy Ghost. Actually, I was like, I'm going to be co. I'm going to help Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, you're taking too long. And as I'm whining about my husband picking on me, my God says to me, lighten up, he's funny. (laughs) <laughs> now y'all I'm going to tell you my brain would not say that I say I rebuke that in Jesus name lighten up he's funny God you're not supposed to pick sides you're not supposed to be any respecter of persons I'm crying you're supposed to be the comforter and comfort me right now not say lighten up he's funny <laughs> But you know what? Truth hurts. It really is funny. (laughs) I didn't know it then because I was too wounded. Here's how you can't see humor. Humor is actually a form of light. But whenever the humor in your eye crystallizes, do you know there's actually something in your eyeball called humor? It's a liquid. Oh, yeah. it's, if you squeeze somebody's eyeball <laughs> and jelly say, so, Yeah, let's not do that. I <laughs> don't want to do that. But <laughs> inside your eyeball is a jelly. It's a liquid. And if it crystallizes or gets hard or calloused, mm-hmm. hear that? Mm-hmm. You, can't see. you get night blindness. Mm. You can't see in the dark. Well, lions and felines can see in the dark. And Jesus is the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, and even the darkness has made light unto him. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't see in the in the picking moments when my, that my husband was funny. Why? Because I had some darkness in my heart where I couldn't see that I was loved because I was picked out when I was little, and really it was because I was cute. <laughs> I was the baby. But when you little my, little, my little Molly there, my little granddaughter Molly, her name's Molly Rose, and she t- she stands up and she puts her hands on her little hips behind her. Like, and she leans forward and pokes her little behind out. She says, pom pom, ah, cute, I'm Molly Rose. <laughs> and we make her say it as much as we can because she's so flipping cute when she does it. Right? So God's rebuking me, telling me that my husband's funny. I said, well, if he's so funny, then why why can't I see it? He said, because you haven't dealt with all the stuff in your heart that you're still wounded by. All those things you were talking about a while ago. Being offended, having judgments, being picked on. Look, my family was not mean to me. Did my siblings do some mean things? They did mean things all siblings do. I did mean things. But that don't mean they didn't love me doesn't mean my mom and dad were terrible people. But I was picked at and I had major offenses. But I became very, very serious. I was a very good businesswoman. I was point guard of basketball team. I was overachiever. I outsold everybody. Look, I was gonna make sure you like me. I was gonna be good. So you like me. But don't you pick on me. So that night, I'm all upset because God said, lighten up. He's funny. See, that's how I knew it was God, because my brain would not say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My brain would say, you're right, Angela. I should go convict him right now. So, honey, I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll have him in here in a jiffy saying I'm sorry. <laughs> that's Southern Holy Ghost, in case you don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> So I go, I'm going to go take a bath. I'm still my victim, feeling sorry for myself, because now not only was I picked that, but now God picked his side. <laughs> so I lay in the tub and I said okay Jesus I, I heard that woman talking the other day about how you gave her just images of spiritual stuff and some, when she just wasn't in, in a mood to pray so Lord I don't want to talk anymore Like, can you just give me something spiritual like an image you know like a candelabra <laughs> a piece of bread a glass of wine maybe an olive tree a branch with a dove no So my little vision comes, and it's Bozo the Clown. (laughs) God is my witness. I said, God, that's not funny. He said, no, no, Angela, Bozo's funny. That's why I'm giving you that image. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? You just got picked his side. I don't want to be picked at. I don't understand funny, and you're going to send me Bozo to meditate on? (laughs) I am angry. I'm so angry at God. I'm so angry at my husband. I'm angry at all my siblings and my mom and dad right now. And I'm thinking, fine, I'll just have to go meditate on Bozo. So I go lay down and thank God I fall asleep really fast because Bozo's not a very good looking clown. (laughs) And I didn't think he was funny. He looked kind of creepy to me. But see, I didn't think picking was funny either. (coughs) It was real creepy to me. Like mean and critical is what I thought. I did, I couldn't enjoy just cutting up and having fun. I had zero humor. I could see nothing in the dark. I saw offenses. I saw, you don't love me if you don't act like I want you to act. Here, let me carve out what you should act like so then you I'll feel loved by you. That's what codependent people do. And so I go to sleep, and I thank God I get a dream. I'm in kindergarten. It's graduation. Whew, thank you, Jesus, I'm fixing graduates. I go up to the teacher to get my cap and gown. She said, oh, Angela, honey, you can't have a cap and gown. I said, why not? I'm the top of my class. She said, well, you are, but you failed humor class. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I failed humor kindergarten humor class. <laughs> <laughs> that's, is that ha-ha? You yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. And then all weekend she says, ha-ha-ha, laughing at me. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> That's part of her tongue. She said, ha, ha,
0: ha, 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 ha. God, she's picking on me.
1: No, Angela, she's not picking. <laughs> so I get up the next morning and I go tell my husband what happened. I tell him about me being at the sink. I tell him about, you know, lighting up, he's funny. I tell him about, hey, sweetheart, come on in. <laughs> I tell him about Bozo, and then I tell him about me failing humor class in kindergarten. Both of my kids at the same time fall in the hall laughing. Oh no. Yeah, they're they're just la- rolling on the floor laughing, going, Mama, God's right, you have no humor. None. I'm devastated. I'm like I feel like the whole family's against me. Like, Mama we can't help it. They're laughing, rolling. I'm I'm actually at this point I'm crying. Because I feel like God's done, you know, picked their side and they're making fun of my humor, because I have none. And they're like, mommy, you, like, you tell really corny jokes, you know, like a, like a white horse fell into a brown mud puddle kind of joke, you know, or it's hump day, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I just literally had no humor. So i being the business-minded person that I am and the study nerd person that I am, I get the computer, I start looking up humor. And I discover there's four humors in the body, four. In the eyeball, blood, bile, and lymph. And I realized how important humor is. Without humor, a lot of things can't happen. Humor, it brings out a lot of emotion. And we need humor sometimes to get through some really dark stuff, like when somebody dies. We, we, we're going to grieve, but we also need to remember the good times. I didn't have that ability. Guess what that'll do? That'll take you down in deep depression. You won't be able to come out. You'll be in defense mode all the time. Anybody in here play basketball? Have you ever stood in def- defensive stance and your coach makes you stand there for like two whole minutes? Like that's a long time, isn't it, when you're just standing there. I had been in defensive position up until I was 47. That's how long I literally stood defending myself. Whenever I saw that I was defending myself, God had me stand up. He said, stand up, get in, take in defense position. So I said, like, God, this is where he said, stand up, get in defense position. He said, drop that rear end, because that's what my coach used to tell me. Because if you don't drop it, you're really just humping over this way. You're not standing in defense position, and so you're not, your legs aren't carrying the weight. But if you, if you want to see how bad it is to be your own defender, stand in defensive position. Try to stand there for like five minutes. You'll, your legs will shake and fall out from under you. He said, you've been doing that spiritually your whole life there's only one deliverer and it's not you there's only one defender and it's not you there's only one provider and it's not you and so there's only one god and it's not you mm-hmm. so that episode of being at my sink and saying god he's picking on me and god saying lighten up he's funny changed my world and look my husband he thought it was christmas every day mm-hmm. after i got my humor that man makes me laugh till I almost, I need to depend and I ain't even old. <laughs> I laugh so hard because he's, he really is so funny and so fun to be around. How many years did I miss out on that? Because of my wounded spirit that couldn't see in the dark. I couldn't see that I was loved. That's what I couldn't see. See, Master, Master, didn't you plant good wheat in your field? Yes, I planted good wheat in my field. Well, then where did these tares come from? Oh, when you were little and your limbic brain didn't work and you couldn't understand that I was there, and I never left you nor forsaken you. You couldn't see me, and you thought you weren't loved, and so those tears were planted in your heart. Your heart became broken all those during all those moments when you couldn't see God loved you because your mom did this, or your dad did that, or your brothers and sisters did this, or you were rejected, or you were abandoned. That's when the tears came in. Tears and tears and tear your heart open is the same word. Wheat means manna. So when I planted all the manna of how much I love you in your heart, When you couldn't see that I loved you, that's when you believed a lie, and that's where those thorns and thistles come from. Oh, my gosh. You mean we're deceived? Yes, Lord, should we pluck out the deception right away? No. Leave the tares in there. At least you destroy the wheat. See, God waits for us until we're mature enough in the word to take out those things that tore our hearts, our broken heart, our broken emotion, because if he takes those things out too soon, it'll destroy your wheat. But when God sends somebody to you to deal with your emotions and help teach you about the emotions and help you heal the emotions, that's actually God saying to you, Honey, your wheat's mature. Your wheat's mature. You're ready. You're now ready to become a bride. How do I know that? Because in the Song of Solomon, he tells her, he says, your waste as, a, as a, a bundle of wheat. In other words, the wheat's ready for harvest so we can take the tares out. You know, he comes to her four different times and she loves him all along, but she can't go with him till the end. And the very end in chapter eight, she says, oh, that I would that I could take you into the garden of my mother. That's when she gets ready. So what's the garden of my mother? Everybody knows that women are emotional basket cases.
0: So what that means is
1: we are the basket where God holds all of his treasures of emotion. We're the garden. We're the basket. Men call us basket cases. That's because we have cases and cases of baskets with emotions in it. But our emotions are treasures. They're not what you think they are. They're not against you. They're not bad. And they're never, listen to me, listen really well, because you've never heard this before. Your emotions are never, ever wrong. Mm -hmm. Ever. What's what's deceived is your opinion of them, Mm -hmm. your perception of them, and your deduction from them. But your emotions are not, wrong. They're no different than the smell of something. A smell of a rose can't be wrong. A smell of fish can either be rotten fish or fresh fish, but it's not bad smell. It smells bad. But the smelling of itself is a good thing least you eat it. The smell of rotten meat is actually gift. It's mercy. Why? You would eat it if you didn't know that it was bad. And then it would destroy you or make you sick. So the smell isn't bad. It stinks or it's painful, but not bad. <coughs> <coughs> that smell lets you know the meat is bad. Mm-hmm. See the difference? Mm-hmm. But we've been taught that the motion is bad. Right. No, 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 no. We misunderstood. So that's why he says, trust me with all of your heart. Trust me with all the smells that come out of your heart. But let me interpret what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Let me show you what they mean. For example, when I was feeling criticized by my husband when he was picking, that feeling of rejection was already in me. Michael was not rejecting me. The feeling was my smell of rotten meat that there was something dead inside of me that needed to be dealt with it was my friend it was my gift it was the liquid in my body that would help me to see if I would go in there but see I had already locked those things away now I needed some keys what keys keys to the kingdom why because there were ancient gates and ancient doors inside of me From when I was little and didn't feel loved. Or when I felt rejected or made fun of or picked at or bullied. Or when my heart was broken. See, today I won't do this, but I'm coming back from what I hear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you can listen to my podcast and you can get a lot of information off of there. But there is something inside your brain that is actually connected directly to the heart. And it's not where you store knowledge. Knowledge is in your frontal lobe. That's where 2 plus 2 equals 4, and we meet at 3 o'clock at Gwen's house. It's where, that's where the seed bank is. Remember I told you that's why it rattles when I shake my head? Listen, right? That's where all the seeds are. It's just a seed bank. But in this part of your brain called the limbic brain, listen to the word limb and branch. Are they the same thing? Yeah. Limb and a branch? The Bible says that Jesus is the vine, we are the... Branches. I never heard that till just now.
0: Mm.
1: That was that was fresh revelation for me. Kim, you ever heard me say that? Never heard mm. that. But God gave me the word branch a couple weeks ago at the book of Zechariah, and that word branch in Zechariah is all caps. And He said, "Angel, the branch is the revelation of the bride. I'm, I'm about to show you something new that you've never seen before." Mm. And on the way here, I was studying this, and it led me it, it led me the word branch. There's branches in this menorah. Mm-hmm. So I'm studying more about the branch. Some branches get cut off. The ones that don't produce fruit. But branch and bride is the same thing. So what comes out of the branch, the fruit comes out of the branch, but it has to abide. So this limbic is also called the diencephalon, die in self alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You heard that. Mm. How do I know you here? Your man's, a man's countenance reveals his what? Heart. Mm. So I can look at you and tell you if you can hear me or not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have people look at me going. <laughs>
0: huh.
1: And I'm like, would you like me to say that a different way? Do you have a question? Yeah, I have no idea what you said. saying. <laughs> okay, let's start over. <laughs> See, the diencephalon is the part of your brain that's connected to your heart through the emotion. That part of the brain cannot even be formed without emotion, nor can it be transformed without emotion. So that's why I came here this week. I came here to meet with some of the core people of your church, your leaders, Miss Gwen, and I took them into places inside their heart that they thought was okay, it wasn't okay. It was calloused. Is your heart still hard? Do you still not hear? Is your heart still hard? Do you still not see? If we don't have a, a new heart, if we don't have God take out the heart of stone and put in a heart that's not full of flesh, it's not what it says, huh? It says, I'll give you a heart of flesh. I'll fill it with my spirit, and then ye shall, it doesn't say will, then ye shall walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my commandments. That's a promise. It's not a duty. Look, if you, if you keep having duty, you're going to need some diaper rash. <laughs> you're going to need toilet paper in a bathroom. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Conceal, don't feel, be the good girl you were meant to be. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been taught, huh? Yeah. Let me tell you something there's a power inside of you. There is a power inside of you that if your emotions are not healed, you cannot, it, it cannot be released. When I started walking in this, I was 19 years old. I'll be 51 in December, on December 1st. I've been studying this a long time. I will come back as often as I'm able and teach you until you need me no longer. But once I put good seed in your soil that God has given me, you'll produce so much seed, you'll feed me. Mm -hmm. Jesus did that. He multiplied the, the fish and the loaves, and he took up 12 baskets. He was showing us how we need each other. He was showing us how I'm, I'm not here just to be your teacher. I'm part of your body. And when I teach you, it doesn't mean that I'm up here and you're down here. It means that we're brothers and sisters. And that I'm just going to give you what God gave me. And then you're going to multiply that. God's going to multiply that inside of you. And then you're going to give that back to me. We're all equal. And there is no one to be exalted but Jesus and him alone, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what, what lean not into your own understanding means. See, when we have an emotion, and it's hurting us, it's designed to get you to go deep inside your heart in the chambers. Because in the Song of Solomon, she says, take me to your chambers. Chambers in the heart and the kingdom of God. And she says, you're, you're, my lover is to me a flask of myrrh. Myrrh means bitter weeping. Do we have any bitter weeping? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of bitter oh, yeah. weeping happened this weekend It was ugly cry <laughs> <laughs> And she says, I'm dark And he says, yes, but lovely <laughs> Right? So that's what they're for. They're, they're, they're there as a, it's like a check engine light on your, on your car. Can you imagine, man, if my check engine light came on and, and you saw, Angel, your check engine light came on. I'm like, that's okay, give me a toothpick. I mean, give me an ice pick. Yeah. <laughs> and I just busted out the, the glass and then I stabbed that light. Okay, I fixed my car. I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> Thanks for noticing my check engine light came on. You're a hero. I would have, that light would have blinded me if I wouldn't have known it, if it came on. It's probably infrared or something. It would have damaged my retina. No, the check engine light. So you would check the engine. It's not for you to put the light out. No, it's to say go deep. Go deep inside and see why you feel rejected. See, if you're feeling rejected and you're not wondering who in the room is in rejection, you think it's about you, that means you still have need of man's approval. But my father shall never reject me, Jesus said. I know you have need of man's approval, but my father shall never reject me. So if you see somebody who's all wrapped up in rejection, guess what they don't know? Father! They don't know Father's love. They don't know Father's good. They don't don't know Father. To know the Father and Jesus Christ whom he sent is eternal life. You know how we think we get people saved? Just ask Jesus into your heart. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Boom, you're done. Eternal life is to know him Mm -hmm. and Jesus Christ whom he sent. That word to know doesn't mean like, I know who Donald Trump is. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an even better understanding of the word to know. How many times as a kid did you say to yourself, my mama don't know me. Mm -hmm. What did you mean? She knows you. Of course she knows you. She didn't know your heart. You couldn't get from here down into here. Mom, you don't know how I feel. Then you get married and you marry a man who knows less than your mother about how you feel. (laughs) And you think you wanted to run from her to him. And then you're in the garden of Gethsemane, sweating blood, and he's sleeping. (laughs) And you're going, how could you say you know me? Don't you? you, We have three kids together. We've been married for 15 years, and you don't know my heart. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Don't come near the mountain. Don't touch it. At least you die. (laughs) (laughs) that's the same thing that happened in the wilderness (laughs) Moses just sell God what does he want us to do twice I told you we're made in the image of God women too go figure made in the image of God did you know that women are made in the image of God and I'm not a guy Whose image am I made in? God, the Father, Him, Jesus, Him. Wonder where the her is. I wonder if there's a help her somewhere. Hmm. Wonder if there's anywhere in like you don't know where she comes from and where she goes, sort of like the wind. Wonder who the many-breasted one is. I wonder who would carry the word like a woman. Spoiler alert, new mystery. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just asking questions. Look, does God does the man carry the word? He carries it until he does what with it? Gives it to the woman. So did did God the Father give who the seed that became flesh? Jesus. Yeah, no, that's the one that came who did get Mary? So Mary's the Trinity? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not Spirit. made in Mary's image. Holy Spirit! Yeah. Oh my God! Oh my God! Holy Spirit is mom. Mm. Angela, you got it. Like you should. You need to say that quietly. Don't put that on your podcast. I didn't write Genesis. I'm just bold enough to say it. God created them male and female. Created He them. You know, women are like cats. We're weird that way. That's why they call fee lion. Female. Fee, I'm serious. A dog's your best friend. Cat, you don't know what she's going to do. <laughs> we even say it women are catty. <laughs> and we are even scared of cats. We're scared of cats. <laughs> We're scared of emotion. We're we're scared. We don't know where it's coming from and where it's going. It's just like the wind. One minute the emotions are this way, and the next minute they're that way. They change up everything, and look at the mess they make. Just like wind, God is called a baffling wind. So I'm going to leave you with something, and this is going to, if I hadn't messed with you already. (laughs) (laughs) Eve is made in the image of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost takes from Father and gives manifest the Holy, Father God, let's use the heart thing, it makes it easier to do it this way, the heart gives the word, everything in the heart goes through the breath, and the word is carried on the breath until it manifests into earth, the manifestation of the word, Jesus was the word made manifest, he manifested in flesh. So that's the trinity right there. So I'm going to show it to you again. Remember, I told you, atom positive, negative, and neutral. Male, female, and then all things are possible. So an atom, like an A-T-O-M, literally has a negatively charged ion that runs around the outside of the <coughs> atom. There's a positively charged in the middle, and there's a neutral. That's the Godhead. And there's nothing that doesn't have all three there's nothing that wasn't made without God. God is God made everything. So positive, negative, and neutral. So the two become, and become is not even actually the correct word. I don't have an English word, so I have to use become. But how about manifest? The two manifested in the Son. Right, the two, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit manifested in Christ. They manifested themselves through Christ. So this is how it happens in the natural husband and wife come together, and they manifest through a child. Their union produces a child. So, the soil and a seed come together, and those two manifest in a sprout, right? So, what part of the the union between a seed and soil is light? Which part would you call the light, the seed or the soil? The seed. The seed is light. The seed's the giver, right? The seed. So God is the giver. God puts seed into what? What is the soil? Dark. Eve is called Eve because she's evening. She's a negative. She has no light of her own. She has no seed of her own. She has ovum. Now, when God made Adam and Eve, they were still one, like a circle. I don't know how else to say it, but because we know that God didn't make a morphodite. Right? He didn't like make a deformed being. But Adam and Eve were one. So the Bible says it wasn't good that man should be alone. Eve hadn't manifested yet, had she? She's somehow inside of him. We don't understand it. I don't perceive, I can't profess to understand it, but I can accept it that somehow she was there. So God split them and took Eve out. And that way you could see Eve was negative. That means void, void of seed. And Adam was positive. But while they were still together, guess what? The neg- the, her void and ovum was still there, and his seed was still there. So while they were still together, there was a positive, a negative, and a neutral. Correct? Their neutral just hadn't copulated. Correct? Cause why? Because they were still one. You can't manifest. They can't manifest as husband and wife if they're still one. Correct? Okay, so God said it wasn't good that they be alone. Listen to the word alone. All one. Spell it. Okay, so when I saw my... Wait a minute, God, what are you saying? Kept digging, kept... Took me forever. Finally, light bulbs came on. But what happened was when God separated Adam and Eve, there's still a positive and negative and neutral because you've got negative up here. Think of this like a magnet, a magnet, a circle magnet. Make it a horseshoe magnet. Now you can see the negative, you can see the positive. And in this part is neutral, right? So if I try to put a negative on a negative, will it work? No. If I put a positive on a positive, will it work? No. But if I put anything on the neutral, it'll work, won't it? Why? Because they're still connected there. See, the positive and the negative are still connected in the neutral part. That's where dunamis is. Dunamis is in the in-between part. It's in in Christ. Christ is the in-between part. He's the reconciler. He's the part that restores us to the Father. All power is in the in-between part. It's in the neutral. The Bible said that the spirit is neither male nor female. So when Christ came into the earth, he received seed from his Father, right? And then he became the giver, and he gave to us mankind. So God is saying to you, will you be my bride? Will you be the negative one? Will you, be the, will you be the soil that has no light of her own? Will you let me put my word in you and don't lean into your own understanding? Will you remain dark and let me be the light shining through you? Will you be my lamp and I'll be your light and we'll be one? That's way different than doing good. It's literally saying, Father, I can't be good. My best is as filthy rags. I can do nothing without you. But if you'll put your word in me and you'll shine through me, then all things are possible. He said, now that's my bride. See, that's the wind he can ride on. Be, ride. Be the wind, angel. Be like my Holy Spirit. Be that which I, I, I manifest through. Quit trying to obey me like a child and marry me marry me. Long ago you should have been off of the milk and eaten meat. But you're not. You're still nursing babies. Let me tell you something. If you're 55 and you're still nursing your mama, (laughs) something's wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: <Poor> mama. <laughs> For mama Poor everybody <laughs> Look, as long as you're drinking milk Nothing has to die Calf means work of your hands Go look it up The word calf, C-A-L-F Means work of your hands If you're going to eat meat The work of your hands has got to die Long ago, you should have been off of the milk and you should have been eating meat. But only those who, by way of having your senses exercised, are able to eat strong meat. Now, you guys, I'm going to end it here because I could do this, they'll testify,
0: (laughs) for hours.
1: I could do this till midnight, take a nap, get up, may or may not need to eat, and do it again. And then do it again and again and again. And I won't be tired until God just zaps me. This happened to me in 2014. I would get up between 6 30 and 8 30 in the morning, which that's early for this girl because I don't get up till 9 o'clock. And I would get in the Word and I could not get out of the Word till 12, 1, 2, sometimes 3 in the morning. I wasn't eating, I wasn't urinating, I wasn't drink. I would go, Did I have water today? Did I eat? What is, what is happening to me? I would have to pull myself away because something supernatural happened to me. I cannot explain it. My husband was working. My kids were not at home, and I was just engulfed. Then, then sometimes I'd go to bed like at 1 o'clock, and at 3.44, God would wake me up and tell me something weird. Like he'd give me one word or a name or whatever, and I'd go look it up. Michael said, what's that mean? I'm like, I don't know. But then as I would study, it would manifest in this amazing revelation, and then the earth would testify of it. The earth would testify with signs and wonders. And if you go listen to my podcast, you can hear. we've had I had a 20-foot metal chain manifest out of thin air under my feet. A 20-foot metal chain manifest out of thin air under my feet. Um, there were witnesses. I had a pillar of fire show up over my head that I thought was a cool lamp in a multi-million dollar house. And I asked the owner, well, how would she do that? She said, we don't have any lamps up there. I'm like, no, yeah, you do. She said, no, we don't. I'm like, well, it glowed over my head for like two and a half hours this morning at 4.30 when the Lord woke me up to pray. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, it was the Lord. I've had smoke come in my nostrils and burn me until I got up and went and typed a a vision that happened and my husband couldn't smell the smoke and my nostrils are on fire. I've had supernatural earthquake in my house and I could see in the dark. And I said, God, what is this? He said, I'm going to show you how to see in the dark as though it's the noon of day. Mm I commanded 11-11 in some weird prophecy that while I was asleep, my husband said, what are you doing? I said, I have no clue. And what I prophesied came to pass exactly a year later on Rosh Hashanah during that, that holiday, which what it was, was I, I prophesied two galaxies to come together and they did. And in my poetry that I wrote, it said, and the galaxies gathered to testify. And it was testifying of the bride. And then it was announced on two eleven from my hometown where I grew up when I moved there when I was two. And I woke up saying, 11, Eleven, 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 the two have become one. Take it to the courts. And I'm prophesying all that. I didn't know what courts was. I didn't know what cloud I mean, I know what a cloud was, but I know what a cloud of witnesses was. I didn't know what I, I was like, What am I Michael said, What are you doing? I said, I don't know. I don't know why what's happening to me.
0: <laughs>
1: I have had Again, you can go hear this on on, on podcast. I have had things happen to me on high holidays that match the high holiday exactly like the high holiday on the Hebrew calendar. And I didn't know it was happening to me until after I went and looked it up. And I called a rabbi here in Philadelphia and I said, what is happening to me? What is this? I said, I am... Things are happening to me. Then when I go, God says, go look at the calendar, and I look at it, and it's your Jewish history happening in my life. What is this? Y'all, we're, we are here. Yeah. We are here in the day of the bride. The revelation of the bride is upon you, and the word is alive, and it's living. And let me tell you something. You can't do anything. God's not looking for somebody who is doing something. He's looking for somebody to know Him. They say, so What about be a doer only? Go look up that word. It means be a poet, it means be one who recites what I say. It does not mean work of your hands. You know why He named these bones this? Because when you work with your hand, He says, Go ahead, humor us. <laughs> That's what's going on. We think the work of our hands is. Now, am I saying don't uh, don't feed the poor? I'm not saying that. Let me tell you something. When you're in love with Jesus, you don't obey Him. There's just nothing you won't do for Him. You can't tell Him no. Why? He takes your breath away. He buckles your knees. You lose your mind. Why? Because that's what real love does. That's what real love does. He, what do we say? You are my breath. You are my breath. That's what we sang a while ago. And I, and I offer it up to you as worship and praise. Y'all, oh, he's the very breath that we breathe. You can't tie your shoe alone. The darkness received the light and the darkness perceived it not. Why? Because Isaiah knew what he was doing. He prophesied. He cried whenever he... Think about it. Imagine being in the throne room and the smoke filled the temple and it's burning your nostrils and an angel take a coal and touch your lips and God says, Whom shall I send? And you say, send me, God. And then after he says, send me, all of a sudden he says, now go make them blind and deaf. What if that was you? Would you want to go prophesy that? You sure wouldn't. You sure would not want to, but yet guess what he did. And Jesus said, Isaiah, you did well. See, what I'm trying to say is, you guys, we are blind. We are deaf. And our hearts are hard. And it hasn't been given unto everyone to see and hear. But if you will cry out, Son of David, have mercy on me. He'll give you his eyes. He'll give you his ears. And you will be the body and he'll be your head. And everywhere the head goes the body must follow. That means if he was rejected you'll be rejected. If he was falsely accused you'll be falsely accused. If he was cried in the garden and didn't get an answer you're gonna cry and sweat blood not get an answer. If he if he felt forsaken by his mother and father you're gonna feel forsaken by your mother and father. If you got beaten why it's because he was beaten. If you couldn't open your mouth, it's because he couldn't open his mouth. All are called, but only a few are chosen to do what? To walk that same walk and be the body. The devil didn't break that bread that day. He broke the bread and said, Can you eat it from my hands? Can you accept that your broken life came from me because I chose you to marry me? See, God showed me one day, and he said, Angela, you have to walk everywhere I went. I said, God, I don't want to be betrayed. He said, then you don't want to be my wife. I thought you said you wanted to know me. You can't know me unless you've been through betrayal. You can't know me unless you've been falsely accused of me called Beelzebub. I preached some of this same message not far from here in another state, but not far from here, and they called me a witch. I said, hallelujah. I'm in the same category as my Savior. They called him Beelzebub. They call me a witch because I said the word Eve means dark. You know what the Song of Solomon says? I am dark! And he says, yes, but lovely. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm I'm like the moon. I have no light of my own. I can only reflect the light of the sun. Son, if you think you can do something for God, how rich would you have to be? Mm -hmm. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Look inside. You know what you're going to find? You're poor. You're going to find you have nothing to offer Him. That's the best place you can be. That is the best place you can be, is to to see that you're poor. The Sadducees and Pharisees thought they had something to offer. They thought they had sight. I used to think I had sight. I used to think I had hearing. And it wasn't until I gave up and said, God, I can't hear you. I can't see you. I began to see and hear. But it wasn't my eyes, it wasn't my ears, it wasn't my understanding. You know what I'm telling you is true because what I gave you, you never heard nor understood before. And the earth testifies of what I taught you. That's where I saw it. Same place Solomon saw it. Last year, 2015, I was in a place called Tempe, Arizona. Arizona is called the Sun State. Tempe means temple. And I got there four days before the Feast of Tabernacles. Those four days are called the Days of the Four Kinds. just so happened I just happened to land there four days before the Feast of Tabernacles when they celebrate the Four Kinds. Now those four kinds are citron, myrtle, willow, and date palm. The Bible says that there are four things that remained a mystery unto Solomon. Yea, three he did not know. And the three was bitter herbs unleavened bread and Passover and that day during those four days God gave me the revelation of all seven and they came to me and somebody handed them to me in my hand on the day that they would wave them the feast of Tabernacles. How is that possible? How is it possible I was in a state that means temple during the feast of temples and the four kinds that they must wave to start that celebration literally came to me. And God gave me the revelation as they came to me. And then I was ministering to a woman. And she has Muslims in her family. And I called those Muslims out of the darkness and into the light. And why I did, I snapped my fingers like that. And three broken lights popped on in the hall. Pow, pow, pow. Nobody tried to make the lights come on. Mm-hmm. Nobody was trying to make miracles happen. Why did they? Because when heaven speaks, earth testifies. That's why. Mm-hmm. This is what you should be walking in. hmm You should be walking in dunamis power. Why? Because your soil. Seeds are supposed to grow and sprout in the soil. They're not supposed to hold on to seed. the, The earth is not made to eat a seed. Earth don't eat. Earth holds the seed until it breaks open. And the sprout shoots forth. That's Jesus shooting forth out of your heart. When God gives me a word, I say, God, you know my mind is going to mess it all up. So I just receive it. <laughs> Tell me what it means whenever you want to. And then when it comes out of him, I'm like, oh, I never heard that. Just like I did a moment ago when I said limbic. <gasps> Lim, oh yeah, branch, I heard that. Thank you, Jesus. He just gave me this. Just I had a dream about Zachariah. And Zachariah was being birthed from my skin. After I lived the Feast of Sukkot, that happened to me. It's too long. It's on the podcast. You can listen to it there. But um, the, the rest of Feast of Sukkot happened to me this year where they danced with the Torah and all that. And, and you guys heard that story. But um, all this is happening to me, and I'm forgetting my point. Um, oh, that night when I went to sleep, I, I dreamed I, I gave birth to Zachariah through my skin. So I went and looked up Zachariah. It's what happens after Sukkot in the 8th month. Sukkot happens in the 7th month. And uh, Zechariah was in the 8th month. And my pastor said, Angel, did you hear that? Zechariah's alive. Zechariah lived. When Zechariah gave birth to his only son, the angel shut his mouth and said, don't you name him Zechariah, name him John. Why? Because back, it, it was Jewish law, or Jewish tradition that he was supposed to name him Zechariah. He couldn't because the time of the bride wasn't here. Because Zechariah is to reveal the bride. John reveals Jesus. Zachariah reveals the bride. Go read it. And not only does it reveal the bride, which is the branch, it also reveals the last days' peace on earth and goodwill toward all men. That's why he couldn't name him Zachariah; the time hit was not come. The word "appointed time" means bride. Husband means remember me. You guys, study to show thyself approved. Ask God to make you hungry. Get in the Word and di- Hebrews, uh, Hebrew letters. Hebrew uh, gematra, Hebrew math. It's not difficult. It's a lot of information. And when you start, you might feel like you're drowning. But guess what? Whenever you plant seeds, nothing's there for a while. When my husband and my granddaughter went out and planted some purple flowers in our field, um, she said, well, Papa, where's my flowers? He said, well, baby, we've got to wait for them to grow. She said, okay, let's go sit by the house. <laughs> she thought like 10 minutes and they would grow. That's how we are with the word of God. Okay, I got the word. Let me just speak it. No, it's got to go in you and die. Unless a grain of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it'll bring forth fruit. So when the word goes in, you say, Father, you know I can't do it. Just I, I surrender it. I, I, I hold it like a bride and I, I like the soil and I let it die. For I have no light of my own. Eve is the mother of all living. That soil is the mother of all living. This is the mother. It means to not know. It means Enoch. It means darkness. Angel don't say that bad word, darkness. Well, God hides his treasures there. And only only a priest and a king's gonna search it out. So if I say darkness and somebody don't like it, that just means they're not a priest and a king. They're not gonna go there. They're gonna be scared of it, but perfect love casts out all fear. All means all. A life of no fear? You betcha.
0: There's
1: three things in the Holy Ghost righteousness, peace, and joy. And Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn you. You did that already. Out of your own mouth, your judgments, whatever comes out of your mouth, whatever your judgments are, you, judge, you damn your own self. I came to give you life and life abundantly. And that's what, what I'm offering you guys. I'm offering you guys Jesus alive, manifesting out of your own heart, out of your own mouth, Mysteries will come out of your own mouth as you're speaking, and you'll hear it for the first time like everybody else. And you'll go, wow, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. Why? Because dirt has no light of her own. I'm dirt. I'm Eve. I'm evening. I'm dark, but cute. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) My husband said so. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you guys so much for letting me come here. I appreciate you, and I've had an amazing time. I look forward to coming back. Mm-hmm. I do miss my husband, so I'm going to go get to see let him see how cute I am. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I right, you guys. I love you.